Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Hey there, children. It's me, your old friend, Santa Claus, a.k.a. St. Nick, a.k.a. Christopher Chris Kringle. I made scare quotes, but you can't see me in this audio form. Uh, I am here to take you into a night's slumber to get you in the Christmas spirit because I feel like, you know, as Santa Claus, I do a lot of good things. I, I bring toys to all you good girls and boys, and I give reindeer work and I make sure that they have a good, you know, I, you know, I've helped them unionize. Like I didn't have to do that, but I just wanted them to really have a little bit of something there. Cause reindeer, I don't reindeer labor for over the years has just been a real sort of like, it's, it's been really an ugly mess. And I just, I just felt like I had to do something. It's like, I went the number one employer of like reindeer in like the world. I'm not, not breaking, but, but anyways, I got a story to tell you. So tuck yourselves into your bed, put on your stocking caps, uh, you know, uh, and uh, have your, you know, warmed milk and everything. Cause I have quite the tale for you that uh, I've had commissioned uh, to be uh, written. I'm uh, giving it a look at for the first time. So forgive old St. Nick. If he's, you know, not on his, you know, game, but this is quite a tale that I think you will really come to appreciate. It's a little bit different than your typical Christmas tale. And uh, I'm just going to have to warm my Santa Claus voice up a little bit. Unique leather, New York leather, unique leather, New York leather. All right. Okay. And this story, uh, spoiler alert for the first sentence of sad story is the night before Christmas, which you may notice sounds quite similar to Christmas. <clears throat> Twas the night before Christmas when all through the station, not a sound could be heard except for Grimm's masturbation. Now, if you're if you're new to these, these are people that like I know that like are well people. This is very complicated, but they're they're friends of mine. They're all totally cool, so don't worry about it. If you don't know who Grimm is, you'll you'll get it figured out. Everything's gonna be fine. So just, you know, just stick along. I, I just figured, like, you know, I'm mentioning somebody masturbating, but you're like, oh, who's Graham? It's like, just th- th- don't worry about that. Uh, so uh, the bodies in the morgue were dressed in their best, and their spirits felt peace and could finally rest. The rats were all snug in their nests by the fire, while Jack had jo- dozed off watching Jerry Maguire. Uh, Cameron Crowe, whatever happened to him as a filmmaker? Just like, I mean, have you seen Aloha? It's just, and he tried to cast Emma Stone as somebody who was like quarter like Chinese and a quarter Hawaiian. I don't know what's happened to him anymore. And also, I honestly, I don't, I hate to say it because I know people love it, but Almost Famous, that's just a really overrated movie. And I feel like I haven't gone back to watch Jerry Maguire in a while. 
And I, I just, I'm, I'm, I've been, uh, you know, I'm on, I'm to Tom Cruise. I prefer like his action things. Like I love those mission impossible movies. I just can't, I hope he isn't, you know, just, I just worry he's going to kill himself on one of those things someday. And it's going to just be awful. Uh, but, uh, anyway, so Jack, he goes off watching Jerry Maguire and, uh, and Lilith in her jammies, this blooming mortician had just fallen asleep after a long night's transmission. When deep in the forest there came a commotion, Lilith stirred from her slumber with a jolting motion. The bees are in my pajamas! Oh my god, what was that? Jack? Uh, what? Jack, d- mm. did you hear that? Uh, the bees in your pajamas? No, that, no, that always... No, out, outside. You always do the, that. No, no. On the window. Outside. The four... No. What? It's not, it's not the bees? No. No, it, what is... You know what? Just go go back to sleep, Jack. Oh, okay. There's bees in my pajamas, and I like it. <sighs> okay, maybe if I just relax and go back to sleep... Oh, my God. There it is again. J- Jack. It's not Jack. bees. No, you, are you, you didn't hear that? No. You didn't hear ah, Guys, guys, this is a one night you get to sleep right next to you, right next to you, warm little hot bodies, and you're waking me up. What is your Christmas spirit? I, I'm so sorry, girl. It's just, I heard something. There was a- I'm very upset at you. You don't fucking wake me up in the middle of the night with your fucking guffawing. You're like goofy. The most beloved Disney character, but now when I'm fucking sleeping. Oh, okay. I'm I'm really sorry. I'll I'll try to go back to sleep, and I won't bother you two anymore. Thank you, thank you. If it helps, I can't knock you out by punching your stupid little face. Uh, uh, you, you know, I I don't think that's necessary. It's free it's for Christmas. Okay, just one little one. Wait. Okay. Huh? No, no, Lilith, you weren't wrong. Do you, do you guys hear that? Uh, oh, there's that rumbling again. Yeah, Lilith, could you maybe go check it out while I stop Grem from peeing on the bed out of fear, like he always does uh, when we oh, let him do this? Dad, I, I just want to create warmth for everyone. The warmth makes me feel safe. I okay, I, I'm getting out of bed now. I'll clean up. You check it out. Away she did stumble, though surprisingly quick. To the nearest window, the weed smoke still thick. Now, I need to point out that thick in this uh, poem is spelled with two C's, so you know this is a modern story. I'm, you know, I told you this was a new thing that was written, and that wouldn't have happened if I just like, took something from the like, you know, 1850s, and I could have. I've got quite the library here, and it's really like some, I mean, like, and it's like, I'm not somebody who's like, I buy books and like, I put them on the shelves and you can look and like, it's like, oh, you pick it up the shelf and you realize you look at the spine. It's like, oh, this thing has never even been opened. It's like, you don't find like, you know, unread copies of like the, the like, you know, the cool books on my, my shelf. So I, I make use of the books. I mean, maybe I only read them like once. Cause I mean, who really like people don't really read, read, but I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm Santa. I mean, I know like I work one day a year. That's like the thing people think, but trust me, I'm, I'm busy. I got a lot of other things I got to do around here throughout the years, like the one big day is the day where everybody knows I'm working, but it's not like I just sit around watching like NCIS New Orleans the rest of the year. I, I maybe, I mean, I miss a few episodes a season of that show, but it's one of those shows like where if you miss an episode, it's like, it's okay because it's not like a serialized storytelling, which I appreciate because so many shows these days are just always serialized storyline. You can't miss one episode. It's like, 
And all the people who make shows, they say they're not even making shows. They call them like 10 hour movies. It's like, you're making a TV show. Just admit you're making a TV show. TV is not like a, like an evil word. Just, you just say you're making TV anyways. The weed smoke was thick with two C's. That's the important thing to remember here. The sky turned dark, the wind howling and booming, making shadows that danced as the trees stood looming. And that's looming in a menacing sense. They weren't working a loom. These aren't sentient trees. Now this, this story has got a lot of interesting things happening, but it does not have sentient trees. I didn't see any sentient trees on, on this particular evening. What appeared in an instance as clouds turned red was a magic portal and tons of the undead with a terrifying leader snapping his switch, which uh, is one of those, it's like an old timey, like when you're like, oh, fetch me a switch, that sort of switch. It's not like uh, somebody's walking around with like a light switch, like uh, some carrot top sort of like uh, comedian. Like I can imagine carrot top doing a joke, you're like, oh, when I was a kid, uh, and then we were bad. We were told to fetch a switch, and I still have the switch that I, I fetch. And he goes into his little trunk. He pulls out, like a giant like light switch, and he's like, he's like on off. And then he probably put it down in front of his like his like penis, and then he make it seem like he had like a big like erection from like the the switch. You know, I'm I'm in carrot top. I don't know if you're doing these kind of jokes already, but if you're not, if you can feel free to take them. They're my gift to you. I'm I'm Santa Claus. I give gifts. Uh, so he's snapping his switch, Lil recoiled aghast and yelled out, there's a lich. Oh, holy shit, there's a lich. You guys, Jack, you need to stop. You need to stop everything that you're doing. Grim, stop peeing right now. A lich? I stopped peeing at least 20 minutes ago. A lich? Yes, a lich out on the front lawn in like a huge- Which lich? The lich, the big lich. The lich? The lich, the number, the big- Yes. Wait, Mitch the lich? Yes. Mitch the Lich. Mi- oh, shit. Wait, which Mitch the Lich? Are you talking about Mitch W or Mitch S? Mitch which Lich? I went to high school with both of them. Yeah, wait, which, which Mitch Lich? Guys, there's a Lich outside. We need to go deal with this right now. Okay, hurry. Grab grab the flaming sword. Grab the holy grenades. Uh, get the Yep, got the grenades. Okay, got get the holy water. Okay, and let's, let's go out on the front lawn. We're going to face them. All right, guys, let's do this. Jack Jones. Don't, no, Jack, don't there run out go. there. Like oh, an wow. We we had a whole plan and everything. And now, I, oh. I really just kind of picked their weapons. I'm coming in with you, Jack. Wait for me. Okay, I guess I don't want to be the only one left out. I'm going. Quicker than hellhounds did his army progress. This is the, the witch I'm talking about here and he snarled and snapped while he gave his address now darren now barry now gerald and sean on aiden on david on tyler and big john i wonder if it was big john stud the wrestler who was the first uh, guy to ever win the royal rumble and now that i'm thinking about it i wonder if the darren was darren stevens from bewitched but Ideally, hopefully, the one played by Dick York. I always prefer Dick York's uh, Darren to Dick Sargent's. And I know that Dick York had back issues, which led to him having to retire from acting and everything. But I like the idea that maybe when there's these hellhounds, like I don't like the idea of Dick York's Darren Stevens going to hell, but I do like the idea of him being like physically able to like, you know, fight now and not have to deal with the same like back issues that, you know, basically ended his acting career when he was a successful sitcom actor on a popular show about. A guy, uh, uh, a mortal, as he was known, uh, who was married to a, a witchy woman, but not 
I don't think the titular witchy woman from the song. I think she was just like a, a different uh, witch. But uh, I, 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 I have I'll have to check and see, like, you know, the, uh, you know, the CVs of all these uh, various hellhounds. Uh, I'll, I'll do that another time. I'm in, I'm in the middle of a story now, so I'll, I'll get back to it. To the top of the church, to the top of the steeple, burst open the doors and kill all the people. Oh, that's, that was not, that's not, that's very ominous right there. And though if on cue they raised their arms high and yelled with one voice a terrible battle cry. So up through the graveyard, the raiders advanced with their eyes full of malice, completely entranced. And that was like actual malice. It wasn't the uh, Al Baldwin film Malice, the, where he, it's not really a well-remembered movie, save for the fact he gives a speech where he says that he is God. He's not God, it's not like a, a Bruce Almighty situation. He's playing like a doctor, and like he's got like a, well, I guess a God complex is what they would say. And people would think sometimes, like it's like, oh, Santa Claus, you can fly around the world, you see people that are sleeping, you know when they're awake. You must have like a God complex, and honestly, I don't, it's not really my, it's not, it's not really like, I don't want to call my, I don't want to seem like I'm being like falsely modest. Cause yeah, I've got more power than, you know, you can shake a stick at and I, you should see me shake a stick too. I got some real stick shaking powers, but I just, I'm not that kind of guy, but this was like, these were like people, their, their eyes, these, well, you know, hellhound people, whatever you want to call them. It was, it was a, it's a ghastly scene. Trust me. Uh, they were just completely full of malice. And just in that moment when things seemed most dire, the arrows came flying and set some on fire. Uh, as the gang turned their gaze to the top of the knoll, Saint Nick, yours truly, stood in the moonlight and he was quite swole. Who's that buff dude? Oh, who's Whoa. that handsome, handsome man coming to save us with his muscles? Look at that silhouette. He is wow. absolutely cut. <gasps> is it again again two years in a row is that could it be santa, santa? oh 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 santa he's been really working out holy shit i'm impressed look at that crossbow that he's got it's bigger than his whole leg that's not the only thing bigger than his whole leg. Holy shit, Santa. Got a big-ass dong! I always knew Santa had a big-ass dong. I wrote about in my fan fiction after we met him for the first time last year. Where he, him and Draco Malfoy fall in love. You're that fanfic? That's the one. He's got a big-ass dong. It's like a tree trunk of a Christmas tree. that glued to his body. But hey, oh. there's Santa! Oh ho, oh ho, 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 ho. So now I've made my, I pierce in the story. Uh, so, you know, you know, kind of like what I'm talking about. Like, I know I didn't write this because I, I, but like, it's like, you know how, like, when somebody, like, they write their autobiography and then there's like, it says, like, you know, like Jose Canseco and then like small letters, like, and like, you know, like Jim Perkins or somebody else. And do that. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I obviously know of a Jim Perkins. I know like somebody with every name in this world, but like, Really, it's just like you tell them, like the, the famous person, your Jose Cansecos, your um, Mr. T's, your uh, you know uh, uh, Chichi uh, Rodriguez, the golfer. You know, they just they like give their like life, you know, story, and then like somebody actually knows how to write, sort of like writes it down. This is sort of like that. It's like I told the person who wrote the twas the night before Christmas, like 
everything that sort of happened and they sort of like, because I like the most of the writing I do during the year is like, you know, writing like names on like lists and stuff like that. It's like, I'm very good at like sort of like organization, but like I can't really quite tell a story quite like this. So it's like, that's why it's not like a, this is not like just, you know, a firsthand account. I'm not like, you know, I'm not like Steve Martin born standing up. It's just like, doesn't come in na- as, as natural to me. I'm more like, uh, you know, uh, who uh, I'm not, did Alan Alden write his own book, Never Get Your Dog Stuff? He probably did, but he probably also had some help. I, I mean, I could, I wasn't watching Alden all that at the time because it wasn't like, you know, I, he's, he's on the nice list, like, you know, 24 seven. It's, there's no Alan Alden worries. And like, I'm not really interested in what he's up to, but uh, so the, the, the story, the story. He was dressed all in camo, complete with a hat and his boots were well-worn, telltale signs of combat. I feel like it's kind of weird talking about myself in the third person like this, but it's like, I'm not going to be the only one always reading the story. I'm I'm like, I'm debuting it here, but eventually I won't be reading it. And then it'd be weird if it was like, I, because it's like, you're not in the story. It's not like first person porn or something like that. It's not what we're trying to do here. A quiver of arrows sat snug on his back. I kind of got sidetracked there in a weird part. It kind of ruined the sort of meter there. I apologize to the, 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 the writer of this, uh, uh, it, it all evens out in the end. And he looked toward the station of Graham Lilith and Jack. His eyes, how they glistened as he gave them a wink and a big thumbs up like the one from the soft drink. Now, this is uh, a reference to um, Santa Claus, i.e. me. Famously, sort of like, I'm like the face of Coca-Cola. Like, kind of like um, how, say, like that my pillow guy who, oh, has he ever been naughty? He's the face of my pillow, but he's also the owner of the company. I don't own Coca-Cola. I should make that clear. I just, and you know, it's like, I wish honestly, if like Surge had been around, like I would have been like, oh, please put me on the Surge package and make me feel young and make me feel like Zuber because it's like the cool person, like young soda, but they never would put me on Surge. Like you're already on Coca-Cola. This is your market. And like, it's nice. It's nice to be on the can. It's like a real classic sort of thing. Like, you know, so I don't, I don't, it's, it's nice, but sometimes I wish that like I could have done something different, but I mean, like it's, it feels insane to complain about being on Coca-Cola cans and be like the face of Coca-Cola along with some polar bears. Like they don't even have names. His wrinkled old mouth was drawn up in a grin and the fuzz of his beard was cut close to the chin. The cigar that he puffed, he held tight in his grasp and the smoke left his lips flowing out like an asp. Like the one that killed uh, Cleopatra uh, back in the day. And that, I feel like, was there a girl group or a musician called Cleopatra? I remember some song being like, Cleopatra coming at ya. But, you know, I just, I've heard so much music over the years, just like, because like the elves, these especially the elves, they always have Pandora on these days. And like, I let them listen to what they want to. But it's, so it's like a, a lot of like modern country. And it's like a Give me some old 70s rock and roll music every now and then. Let me, like, you know, can't we just listen to a little Zeppelin or something around here? I, I can, I settle for some of, like, the Canadian band. Like, I listen, I, I listen to Striper at this point. I'm tired of listening to, like, you know, uh, these country artists. It's just, it can be exasperating up here, I tell you what. He looked back at the lich and his boot-licking legion and gave them a gesture from his pubic region. Uh, that was my... Uh, you know, my genitals, which as you heard in the story are, you know, I don't like bragging about it, but you know, it's like, it is, it is what it is. I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm embarrassed. I even brought it up there. Let's just, let's try and move on. 
He laughed and he laughed as the lich glowered and glared at the smoldering army, debased and impaired. Oh, it would also be great to listen to Pixies up here. Where I just the bass made me think of the baser and just like I, I mean, like I this would be like especially because like sometimes I listen to Nirvana and I, like I feel like such like an a hole being like you know you know what Nirvana their whole loud quiet loud thing they even admitted they took it from Pixies. And also the band's called Pixies. They're not the Pixies. Kind of like how the, the, the band Talking Heads had to release an album called The Name of the Band as Talking Heads because people would always call them The Talking Heads. They're like, no, we're just Talking Heads. There's no the there. I mean, I know when you're writing it out, like you have to like sort of like put it there because sometimes maybe, but at least do a lowercase if you're going to do something like that. With a frightening shriek that rent opened the ground, the lich seemed eager to begin the showdown. St. Nick cracked his knuckles and neck with a smirk before sprinting up towards the demonic jerk, uh, cutting through zombies like a knife cuts through flan till he reached their captain to duel man to man. Oh, 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 say your prayers, motherfucker. The Santa Claus is coming to town. Holy shit. It's gonna be a smack. Oh, we got front row seats. Fucking cool. She just like watching wrestling, but in real life. Oh, whoa! Look at him smack his thighs. Oh, they're so—they're like making thunder noise. You didn't hear that. The ground is shaking. That must have been what was shaking the ground earlier. It wasn't the ledge. It was Santa smacking his thighs in preparation for the upcoming battle. Yeah, just snapping his stockings. They're so thick. Full of candy, even though it wrapped around those thick ass thighs. Oh, whoa, look at the lich just grabbed him around the waist. He's trying to take him down. Oh, he's not gonna let him do it. Oh, he was, he was just faking it. He just threw it right into the ground. The lich just got his feet dangling in the air and his hands on the ground like an ostrich. Oh, oh my god, see, he's climbing the tree. He's gonna jump on him. He's gonna. Oh, on the top rope. Yeah! Holy fucking shit, this is cool as hell! Oh, and there he goes, slapping the elbow, getting it ready. This is awesome! This is awesome! Oh, it's into the lich! Oh shit, here comes St. Nick with the folding chair! Oh! Where did he get that from? He's in the woods! Oh, he pulled out his sack. That's uh, that. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, and there's his little gift bag with all of the presents and shit. He's pulled out both sacks. The double sack. He's double sacking the lynch. Oh, oh, oh! Santa Claus 316 says I just kicked your ass. Oh my God! This, these are the best front row seats we've ever had for anything. This is the best Christmas present I've ever gotten. And you're Jewish. Right? Oh, oh, oh. Had enough, you dirty motherfucker. I think the fact that he said he calls him a dirty motherfucker and not a a naughty boy is really... I think that's what's making this battle very, very intense. Uh, and also the fact that he removed the lich's head and is just screaming at it, just holding it and screaming at point blank, filling his eye sockets with coal. I have to say it's a little terrifying how the lich's body is just kind of like writhing around trying to find the head, you, you know, and just kind of being a little pitiful. I almost feel bad for it. 
Yeah, I would if it wasn't so fucking funny. It's just hilarious. I mean, yeah, this is probably going to traumatize all of us down the road. But at the moment, this is the coolest thing I have ever seen. Listen, when I thought of all the things that we were going to go through this year, these were not the white supremacists that I thought that we were going to be fighting. Oh, 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 somebody cue my theme song. Shit, look, get the put my butt out. Get Santa's new wrestling intro music. Oh, shit. Okay, here, let me, uh, let me find the boom Play something. it, he's waiting. Pick All right. something, just play it for your phone. Click. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. That drive the girls wild <laughs> That really move them I said shoes Up and down their spines I'm just a sexy one I'm not good Oh my uh, uh, Who turned the song off? Oh well I have to go what the fuck? Oh no sorry the, the battery's dying I was taking too many pictures during the battle That's fine That's, that's It's so weird that that was in the recording Oh boy I th- Oh I The lich stopped moving I think uh, ooh. Oh he's very dead Yeah He's like a smooshed grape on a hot summer day Yeah just smushed Right into the ground Like a grape from the Hit board game Grape Escape He wiped his hands clean of the bowels and guts. So that was uh, the only thing that could I imagine being more unpleasant than this time to wipe all that off you would be like, if I don't know, like you're like a backfire and like a sewer in your basement and you just had to find yourself cleaning like, like feces and all sort of detritus. I guess that's the only thing I could imagine being worse than this. Like, thank God that sort of thing never happens out there, you know, uh, and best of luck to all you people out there with basements and sump pumps and what have you. Old Santa Claus, uh, we've got some, I mean, we're, we're a little old school out here. I have to admit, we kind of usually mostly use outhouses out here and it's, it's got its own set of problems, but you know, it's uh, sometimes the rustic things. You take the bitter with the sweet. And he walked into the woods, his foe deader than cold cuts, but they heard him call out as he strolled out of sight. No more fucking with mages on Christmas Eve night. And with that, all you youngsters ready to doze off, I close the book on the poem Twas the Night Before Christmas. Okay. Uh. Um... Uh, uh, who, who wants, who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. So I like what you did. I think mm-hmm. you did a very good job, much as we did last year in taking a classic tale and kind of turning it around, mm-hmm. making something new and unique. Mm-hmm. Um, first question, was it necessary to have an entire section describing Santa's dong? Um, it, it was important Um, I I felt it would be, it was true to the story of what actually happened last night. And yeah, I felt that. I don't think that's true because I did not pee the bed that much. I peed a little bit and I kept it in my Jamie jams and not all over the bed. Look, why you gotta fucking tell everybody that I pee the bed? Sometimes I get excited. 
Sometimes I get scared. I use a warmth as a safety net to keep my body warm and safe and cradled like an egg between the thighs of a beautiful mother chicken trying to raise its young. <sighs> You're right. Maybe, maybe I should have uh, reconsidered talking about your um, uh, y- your self defense. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who Draco Malfoy is, but I've never read a fan fiction about him. Sounds like a jerk. Oh, 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 okay. I will take that into consideration. No more Tom Felton. Made me stronger. Made me stronger than Santa in this story because he sounds too strong. Actually, yeah, can you make both of us stronger and we both fight side by side with Santa? Yeah, can we both be it? Jack's been doing a lot of kegels, and I support him from afar by eating a lot of food. So I think both of us should be increased in mass by at least 200%. You know, I will take your, your critiques into consideration. Ooh, can we include a Gusher PSA halfway through it? A- it's me, Gusher. Christmas isn't the only December holiday that's important to people. Consider other cultures. Yeah, I like that. I think the inclusion is very important this time of year. Nobody wants to fucking just hear about Christmas stories anymore. We gotta include everybody in these fucking stories. Okay, okay, I hear you. I need this done by Christmas. You're running late. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Uh, Clint, what did you think of it? Well, I just, it was really nice that, you know, uh, you know, to just like, hear the story and it's just like I was really happy like you know just like after how much you guys have you know helped me over the years to just be able to like you know help you back now that I've you know become Santa Claus and so it's just like you know because back in the day like I mean like how could I like help you with like when I had like secret world Alps Mac powers and like or like when I was seeing like you know the future like I just feel like I never helped you out but like finally now that I'm Santa Claus I was like finally able to really do you guys a solid last night. And, you know, like, I'm not like, you know, like, I don't need the story to be like a hundred percent, like, you know, whatever you want to do with my genitals, whatever you want to do with Jack and Graham in terms of like them, like helping out, just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all for poetic license. So just, you know, you, I'm not like a storyteller, you know, I just, I just hope that like, you know, uh, I'm able to just, you know, I just want to be like a vessel through which you can work. I agree. See, Santa says you should make it strong. So you got to make a strong lift. We didn't kill the old Santa for nothing. Well, I thought we weren't going to talk about that on the air, Grim. He died in our bathroom. It's our fault. It's just like Elvis. He took too many drugs and he died in our bathroom. <sighs> I'm just saying it was a really good thing that Clint was visiting us when he was. I mean, otherwise... I don't know where we would have been. As we all know, he was staring right into Santa's eyes when he was on the toilet and he died. And the powers transferred over in that moment. I got Santa Claus because I was there. I got, and now it's like, you know, it's, it's not so bad. It's not like, I mean, like, you know, not like in the, it's not like in the Tim Allen movie. It's like I didn't like have to go through the whole physical transformation. I do have to deliver presents now. And I also am now obligated to occasionally say, like he does in the movie. Uh, But other than that, it's just like, it's not so bad being Santa Claus. Like, I feel like I was kind of lucky to be there because I feel like my life was becoming a real drag. Like, after I lost my secret rule about Mac powers, after I, cause I got bit by that radioactive octopus and he got my powers away from me. 
And then I got fired by SeaWorld after that because all of a sudden, like, an octopus was taking over. And it's like, oh, whose fault is that? Oh, it's, it's my fault because I got bit by an octopus. I know I wasn't supposed to be in there after hours swimming around. But, like, you know, I've been listening to the R.E.M. song Night Swimming, and I was on a lot of acid. So it's like I put two and two together. It could have been any sort of, like, you know, body of water. It just happened to be the octopus tank with the super smart octopus that correctly predicted the last five Wimbledons. So, you know, I'm sorry. I just want to say it again to see what I'm saying. Guess what? You're on my naughty list now, SeaWorld. So you're getting nothing but coal from me now that I'm Santa Claus. I can wield that power. Probably should have been getting coal for a while now, honestly. Yeah. The size of those, yeah, those, the size of those habitation, you know, wasn't up to par. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair. (sighs) Well, what now? Now that you're Santa and now that, I mean, it seems like things are, I guess, even between our household and yours. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, obviously I've got to do the Christmas thing a lot of the time now. And, you know, it's like, uh, so on Christmas day, it's a real, you know, going to be a busy day for me from now on, but you know, the 364 days a year, I think I'm going to go live in the ultimate, the ultimate alternate direct dimension that I've, uh, opened up access to. This is independent of my whole Santa Claus thing. That was, uh, I happened to be, I stumbled into an old Jamba Juice, uh, and I was just like, I wonder if there's any copper wire in here. This is when I got fired from SeaWorld, but uh, prior to the whole Santa Claus thing, uh, where I don't even, like, need money anymore. But uh, so I stumbled in there, uh, and, like, I, I noticed, like, the, like, uh, juice machine, it was making, it was, like, had, like, a weird sort of, like, sound, like a otherworldly sound, and, like, I just, like, I, I flipped it open, and there's like a completely different like dimension in there. And I've been spending a lot of time there. It's really great. But honestly, I don't think I'm going to be around much anymore in this dimension. Like, I mean, the elves and the reindeer, they can pretty much do their own thing uh, uh, at, you know, the North Pole. Uh, when I showed up uh, to the North Pole, Mrs. Claus, who was like, you know, married to the previous Claus, uh, she wasn't having any of it. I, she took off. I think she's living with a uh, yoga instructor named uh, Kirk in uh, Pomona now. Uh, she and I'm, I'm really happy for her. I, I did not tell her how her uh, her husband Santa Claus died. So like, I don't really need it around here anymore. Now that I'm Santa, I don't have the problems I used to have. Like, I can't imagine calling into the show again. So this might be the last you hear of old Clint McGriddle. I think I'm going to be mostly uh, being in another dimension other than every Christmas Eve when I'm going to come back to deliver Christmas presents. And on Christmas Day, I'll probably jet down to, I don't know, like uh, I'll hang out in like the Australian Outback just to like recharge for a day, you know, maybe uh, drink a few schlitzes and, uh, you know, try and see if like there's anything interesting going on. Maybe, you know, uh, you know, I hang out with kangaroos or something. I, I'm figuring that stuff out. I just got to need that data recharged. But I, I think like, you know, guys, this may be the last that we really see each other other than, you know, on Christmas Eve, maybe we'll cross paths, but I just, I don't, I'm so busy. Like, I mean, I, and like, I mean, I can't even like shoot you a text from the alternate dimension. So I don't, 
I don't know. I think this is kind of maybe goodbye from Clint McGriddle to you, you all. Oh, no. McGriddle? I didn't think that our time would be so short. Well, you know, I guess another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Tom grabs you by the hand, directs you where to go. That skin and memories and something a trial for what it's worth. It was worth all the while. It's something unpredictable, but in the end, you need to make up with Santa Claus's wife. Guys, it's like the penultimate episode of Seinfeld in here. It is. Yeah, I definitely get those vibes. They do play that show a lot in hell. Yeah. Well, I think you know. I the. uh, yeah, I gotta stop by at the North Pole, and then after that, the my home in the other dimension is calling me. So I probably need to, you know, take off. Uh, I'm I gotta get my alternate dimension lift to come pick me up. I don't use I don't use ultimate dimension Uber. It's even more problematic in the alternate dimension. So, uh, well, Lilith, Jack, Graham, uh, be nice throughout the year to make sure I could at least stop by and you know. Pop in my head and maybe have some cookies, have some milk, maybe have a can of Surge if you can find one. Oh, have all uh, the cookies. You know, just, yeah. You know, all the milk, all the Surge. And if on Christmas Eve you feel a little kiss upon your foreheads, you know that's all Kilt McGriddle laying some of that sweet, sweet sugar on you. Oh, I love that sugar so much. We're going to miss you so much, Clint. We are. Uh, group hug? Group hug. Come here, McGriddle. Mm. You're always uh, so sticky. Oh, you wouldn't want to know what kind of things I get up to in that alternate dimension. I but never want to know what's in my McGriddles. Uh, well, that's the, my rides here. And uh, of course, it's like a, it's these it's basically like a rocket ship, which is why in a moment my voice will fade to the distance as I say Goodbye. 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 Goodbye, McGriddle. Bye, Santa McGriddle. I regret nothing. Well, that's good. Hey, guys. Yes. Isn't the Nexus an alternate dimension full of pain and terror and just terrible bad times? Well, it is. But we also don't know how many alternate dimensions there are. I what mean, if we just send McGrill to the Nexus. We didn't send anybody anywhere. To be fair, we killed the first Santa and we condemned the second Santa to the Nexus. The first Santa killed himself on barbiturates and constipation. That okay, was not yeah, us. But I felt like we were a part of it because we told him to go to our bathroom. And he died on our toilet. He died among friends and not sad and alone in a 7-Eleven at 2 in the morning. We did him a favor. He'll be- Maybe we did Clint a favor by giving him a playground of, of destruction and torture to live in forever. We can watch the newest version of Cats on the big screen forever. You know, Graham, I have a feeling- that even if he were to go to the Nexus, I don't think we have anything to worry about with him being safe. He was fucking ripped. Did you? Oh, yeah. He's very strong. Did he's you see man. those thighs? 
Yeah, he's got big thighs and big dong. He's probably going to be the mayor of the Nexus in like a week. Yeah, he'll be fine. It, it's all right. It, it, everything's fine. It'll it'll turn out okay. It always does. All right. Well, hey, I got to go flip the mattress and uh, disinfect it. So I didn't pee that much, Jack. Fuck you. I'm sorry. It's Christmas. Thank you. Thank you so much for flipping the mattress for me. Thank you. Mwah. Give you a kiss on the cheek. Oh, here's one for you. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, I better go give you a help with that mattress. And I guess we'll see you listeners on the other side. Grem was played by Alex Piccolo. Lilith was played by Amanda Welzine. Jack was played by Ryan Fust. Clint McGriddle, a.k.a. Santa Claus, was played by Chris Morgan. You can follow Chris on Twitter at ChrisXMorgan. You can also see him perform with his improv troupe, RPG Comedy. For more information, go to Facebook.com slash RPG Comedy, or find them on YouTube at YouTube.com slash RPG Comedy. Dead Waves is produced by Amanda Welzine. Music and sound design by Ryan Fust. The Dead Waves logo was created by Amanda Welzine. Questions? Comments? You can always email us at deadwavesradio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Dead Waves. <laughs>